Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. It's great to be here, Nick. How you doing? I am doing phenomenal. So Martin, uh, this last episode, we actually kicked off the episode with something a little unique, and I thought I think it went over very well. It's called the GTR. So would you want to just quickly uh, start? Oh, I'll give you the chance to start this time. What is your good things report for this episode? So we'll keep it along the lines of the iOS updates for iOS 8. There was there was a little bug in um, acknowledging some terms for to do the backup. So we've had to – the support team has manually um, created backup accounts. So if, if that should be your issue, send us an email. But maybe by the time this airs, that, that fix is out. And uh, there's another secret new feature I don't want to give away, but it's it's been the, one of the top requests for for years. So at a certain point, you just got to give the people what they want. Nick. <laughs> I, I well, I'm excited to find out what this secret new feature is now. Yeah, I don't, I don't even <laughs> want to tell people. I want to just see how it works first. Oh, that, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, and I guess for me, the bit, um, hmm, I. Uh, have been doing podcasting services and strictly services, you know, helping people run their podcasts for a while now. And I finally am starting to jump into coaching people on how to do that. And I actually just took my first coaching client here. We'll start uh, in December. Um, But yeah, so I just booked that this week. So that was exciting. That's awesome. So let me understand that Uh, you are helping people be like you. Is that the idea? So so they can not do their own podcast, but book other and help and facilitate other podcasts? Basically, it'll be to help them grow their business through podcasting. And so uh, it could be something okay. exactly like this, or it Got could it. be something along the lines of creating a podcast and then turning podcast content into products, into other forms and helping it really get them clients. Cool. Yeah, so th- that was very exciting for me. That is exciting. Well done. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. So, Martin, what are we going to be talking about on this episode? So, I think what we're going to be talking about, you know, where we left off, Nick, was um, we talked about the law of cosmic habit force. And really, it kind of led us into this awareness, this idea that what we need to be doing is crafting intentionally habits that align with our goals. So now, and we talked about some of the methodology, uh, but really I think the idea here is to dive into specifics about the methodology, what makes it work, how do you increase habit strength, that sort of thing. Yeah, that sounds phenomenal. I think that's exactly where we need to kind of run to. And maybe even to frame it a little bit more, say – you know, someone is just listening to, you know, just starting to think about habits. They've listened to the past couple episodes here of the habit factor. What, but, but they don't know anything else. They're, you know, have no real background in understanding habits or anything or even goal setting really. 
where do they get started? How, what is their jump on point? So, well, um, there's a few things and, and what I should probably do is do what, what I've done with the app. I'm just thinking out loud is, you know, with the app, there's a free version. So you download that, you get a little background, but what I really should do is probably slice the book in a way where there's a free version that, that, because we could spend three episodes really diving deeply into habit, but, but really where you start is you understand what habit is and what habit isn't right. Mm -hmm. we talked about those kind of definitions and then understanding that it's this, it's this achievement device we all have. So it's not about a to-do list to achieve our goals and it never has been. Unfortunately, our language has directed us in such a way that people don't even think about habits to achieve their goals. They think you know, they hear habits, smoking, drinking, drugs. So, so our mission is to move away from that. Once you realize crafting intentionally habits is the way to achieve your goals, right? Then the question becomes, how do you develop a habit? Mm-hmm. And there are various theories, <laughs> but the easiest one that I'm aware of is is adopted, of course, by this methodology that we're going to talk about. Perfect. Well, and I definitely think we should start with the easiest way for sure. Uh, that's a, that's what we want to dive into. So okay. kind of walk me through it. How does this work? Uh, what should okay. I be doing? So the, the methodology starts with this idea. What is the habit we want to develop? Let's say it's, it's jogging or running. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll just write down running. Then the question becomes what, and by the way, I'm, I'm skipping the setting of the goal and then aligning multiple habits to it. Mm-hmm. If, cause I think right now we just want to focus on one habit and then we can talk about habit alignment a little bit later. Uh, yep, that I, think, I think that'll okay. be perfect. Yep. So let's just say, so, so the habit is running. I've never run. Now I could create a long list of to do's like buy shoes, call the trainer. Um, you know, maybe I'm doing it to register for a marathon, register for a marathon, but really none of those are about running or jogging or yogging. (laughs) So, so as Will Ferrell likes to say, so, so the idea is, Let's forget about buying. Well, you're going to need the shoes, but that's a kind of a one-time event. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a it's not a recurring event. So, so let's assume you bought the shoes, you bought the shorts, and you need to run for the first time. So you take out. And by the way, there's a there's a free download if if you don't have a smartphone. Um, there's a tracking sheet. You know what what gets measured gets done if you track it right? You're going to have information. So the first step is getting some sort of tracking or written documentation of what you're going to do. Rather than recreate the wheel, I'm going to assume you either have the free app or downloaded the worksheet. Perfect. And if you're looking at the worksheet, I should have this in front of me. The habit is at the top, meaning the habit name. And then on the left, basically it's broken down by weeks or days. So it says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and these are rows across. And then you have 
the two columns coming down, you have a T for target and an A for actual. And what you do is you say on Monday, is Monday a target day for running? And you might say, no, it isn't. I know I can't run on Monday. Plus, my I'm only going to try to run two days. So, so you go down the T column and you just say Tuesday is a one, Monday's a zero, Wednesday's a zero, Thursday's a zero, Friday's a one, Saturday's a zero, Sunday's a zero. So really, my target for the week is two, right? Mm-hmm. And my actual is yet to be determined. We'll see how the week goes, right? But at least I have a tracking mechanism. Now the question becomes, well, you know, Nick, how far are you going to run? You've never run. So we talk, we spoke about this in the last episode. You want to set the bar as low as possible. So maybe we'll say 15 minutes and we already selected two times a week, right? So minimum success criteria. If I run for 12 minutes, I don't get to put a one on Tuesday. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. If I run for 16 minutes, I can put a one under actual. Perfect. So we got minimum success criteria of 15, a frequency of twice a week, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other part of the methodology, and you'll see this on the worksheet, it's critical, is we're going to measure or track for four weeks. So if I stick with this frequency and this minimum success criteria, 15 and two, for four weeks, that's going to be that's going to be eight instances of running 15 minutes. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Perfect. So the beauty of this, and this is how you a develop momentum, right? And and B really motivation because you've set the bar so low. You've you at the end of the month you look back and you're like, awesome. You know what? I felt so good in that third and fourth week. I went ten for eight. I was over a hundred percent. And I'm feeling so good. The next four week period, and that's what you do. You just take out a new sheet. And so this is unique. There is no other. Um, there's no other app or methodology. I use it. This is a. It's called the tracking period, basically, and it gives you four week periods to to reflect upon. And then increase either or both the minimum success criteria, the minutes, the quantity, or time, right? Or the frequency. So so the next four weeks, I'm gonna say, man, I I felt so good, Nick. I'm going for twenty-five minutes three times a week. Okay. And and now my days are gonna be Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'm going to have a couple back-to-back days. And then again, I look back, how am I doing? And and so one of the great myths around habit, and, and probably should have dove into this more in the last episode, is the common myth is it takes 21 days to develop a habit. And, and the beauty is this. It's not entirely wrong. It takes 21 days kind of to start, (laughs) to begin to develop a habit in some, you know, it depends on the habit. Again, it depends on what your feelings around it. There's all sorts of kind of dynamics around it, but, 
But the key issue here is making sure that you are tracking and you have planned in advance what your frequency and your minimum success criteria is going to be. Okay. And then, and then everything else falls into place, believe it or not. I mean, you'll hear people talk about cues and triggers and, and all these things you have to, you, you kind of have to do. And the, the answer is, Hey, you don't have to do them. I mean, I, it doesn't hurt. You can, you can put your shoes in front of the door to remind you that you have to run on that day. But if you're tracking, I, that's my cue. Yeah. I see, I see, I, oh my goodness, today's a running day. And mm-hmm. to put a one in the actual column, it's time to run. Yeah. So I'm planning ahead of time. Yeah. Well, and I think that is the key right there is just, it's the planning. It's the, the pre-thought that goes into actually executing this for that, you know, structured amount of time, uh, you know, for, like you said, you keep that, the period or the the targets the exact same for four weeks so you get used to building that up now martin just let me ask you this what would happen if say on week three in our example you only went running once how do you go about adjusting what changes need to be made does anything need to be changed from there that's perfect so glad yeah that's common that's going to happen they call that they call that life yeah, yeah. meeting comes up <laughs> The dog gets hit by a car. The kids are sick. Yeah, I mean, look, the and and again, the the beauty of the methodology is such that, and I want to go back to something you said, setting the intention, Nick, is everything. The night before, and again, that's where the app comes in handy, right? This idea that you're tracking. So you look at it, you know what you got to do the next day. I know that five habits I have to check off tomorrow and what's going to happen. So the intention is, is a huge factor, not trying to do too many habits, something we talked about before. And then what happens when you miss a day? Well, think about it. I mean, I know you don't have the worksheet in front of you and I, I probably should have sent it to you, but the idea is this third week comes around. And so what I'm I'm one in the actual and I'm three in the target. So what does that mean? What, what percent was I? Um, 33%. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> had to pull out the yeah. calculator and I was at, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 33% for one week. And again, more beauty. What, what can I do in the fourth week to make up for that? I mean, I can I can add an additional target day or on, or I leave my targets at three and my actuals become four. Okay. So I, or during my third week, I miss a target day, but there's nothing preventing me from hitting. Even if my target, let's go let's go back to the first month. I I I had Wednesday as a zero right? In the target column, zero. That means I don't have to run. But guess what? Tuesday, my dog got hit by a car. He's okay. So I didn't run. But guess what? I'm going to make time Wednesday. So now I'm back to even. In other words, I'm back to 100% because I didn't have a target day for Wednesday. And I still did it because I missed it on Tuesday. Again, what what helps to develop the habit is consistency of effort over time. It's 
one of the the great challenges early on is is people wanted to check off um eight glasses of water like like instead of just one check once you hit the eight they wanted to count eight like tick 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 tick, mm-hmm. tick. and the challenge is this and and Early on, I said we we give in to pretty much everything people ask for. <laughs> From a methodology standpoint, we're not giving into this, and I'll tell you why. We'll we'll allow you to check it off, but it doesn't count for the big one check. And I'll tell you why. Where does it end? If so, what if I drink twenty glasses today, which probably kill me? If if I, I'm not consistent over time, yeah. in other words, am I getting? You can't get 120% for one day. You need to, the, the idea is to be consistent over time against your target days. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not about any particular quantity or time or it's, it's just about consistency over time, which, which improves habit strength. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So I guess what would you recommend in terms of say someone, you know, missed, you know, a full week or missed a couple days here or whatever they, they messed up in the middle of their four week period. Would you recommend them keeping that same frequency and, um, you know, keeping everything the same and then extending it another four weeks or can they, once they hit their four week mark, bump it up again if they're feeling confident in their target area? Yeah. So the idea is to, the reason we look back, Nick, over four weeks is we say, well, look, my, my first week was good. My second week was good. My third week was average. My fourth week sucked. Mm -hmm. Well, so, so all in all, I was five for eight. And you're asking me, would I improve or increase the frequency and the minimum success criteria? Yes. My, my answer is no, because until you hit at least 85%, there's no reason to be increasing the minimum success criteria, right? Or, or the frequency. Now, if, if you tell me you were 120%, then, then yeah, man, let's crank it up. Right. If you're 95% that, that says let's crank it up. But, but anything really below 85, you should probably try it again and see how you do. Got it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Because we're trying to be as successful as possible. So we stay motivated. We keep, keep the bar low. Now I want to go back to something that we were just talking about. So, so the whole, I drank, you know, 15 glasses of water and I want 15 checks on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So, so not today, yesterday, my minimum success criteria is to run three miles or three and a half miles, right? I ran six and a half miles. Mm -hmm. Now, do I get bonus points for that? The answer is no, because it's not, it's about consistency over time. In fact, what we do know is people uh, and I was one of them, I would go so far and above on one day that I would get burnt out and that I'd miss the next couple of days. Now yes. has my habit strength, here's the question, has the habit strength increased or decreased if, if I went big and then I missed a bunch of days, like I don't run again for another week. <laughs> yeah. So, so the idea is consistency over time and it's not about big bursts of, of energy. 
yeah so. no that that makes so much sense and you know it's kind of like the you know the person who walks into the gym one day and uh you know expects to be able to they they do one workout and they expect to be in their shape the rest of their life you know it's the same kind of thing <laughs> you know you you have to do it regular basis i think it makes sense uh, and yeah i'm glad you kind of clarified that a little bit well i'm glad you asked it it's it's important it's very important and it's it's been a stickler in in why we haven't kind of added that why there's been a little uh you know we just explain it it's really well explained in the uh in the FAQs awesome so anyhow so so i think we got we understand the tracking period the mm-hmm. tracking period is key to elevating looking back, seeing how successful we were, and then elevating the target days and the frequencies and the minimum success criteria. Every time we do that, we increase slowly, again, this, this, the habit strength. And um, I'm just reading my notes here. And then we even have this idea where we can have, I'm just thinking about the app, where you can have active and inactive um, habits. So for any particular period, you may kind of shut down one behavior, if you will, focus on another. Um, and then the final concept is this idea that you align these to a particular goal. So the goal may be running the marathon mm-hmm. and the habit would be to run. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, that yeah, that's nice and plain and simple. That yep. sounds perfect. So, so Martin, is there any other kind of things that is there anything else that someone who is just getting started, if they want to get moving and and you know get a taste of what the habit factor can do for them, is there any kind of groundwork that they need to understand before they can really get going with this stuff? There, there's no groundwork. It's it's the the groundwork is setting the intention. Really, you want to have, I mean, what's the motivation? One of the things we do, um, I believe it's on the worksheet. It's definitely in the app. When you set up the habit, the second field or the third field is is why. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you running? You know, is it to be more healthy? Is it to look good? It's So, so kind of wrapping the psychology of what the motivation is, is hugely important. And, um, so somebody just starting it's what, what is it you want? Yeah. Why do you want it? What's the lowest bar we could set and then track it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, I had a coach, uh, a while ago now, um, but his big thing was always, helping me focus in on the why, just like you're saying, what is really that motivating purpose behind it? And what he always encouraged us to do was go through and actually ask why like seven times, five to seven times, kind of really dive down deep and figure out what is that true motivation? What is the reason that you're really doing this? Yeah. You know, um, (laughs) there's, at the beginning of, of the book, a, 
um, one of the best exercises I can ever recommend, just kind of from a personal development standpoint, is to write your own obituary, mm. which Roz, I don't know if you know who Roz Savage is. She, she's the first woman to row across the Atlantic. And when I say row, I mean in a rowboat. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so incredibly, I came upon her because one day she blogged about how she was using the habit factor to, it was just totally random, um, help her achieve her goals. And I'd never heard of this amazing woman. And next thing you know, we're, we're corresponding. And I was about to wrap up the book and I invited her to write the foreword. Oh, nice. And she begins the foreword, uh, you know, talking about writing two versions of her obituary. And, and, and so what I'm getting at is this is the deep why, right, Nick? This is like the why, why. So, so here she was, she was a businesswoman. And so one obituary version was if nothing were to change, if I just kind of stay on this course, I'm businesswoman and I'm doing this and I'm in this marriage or what, you know, whatever her circumstances were, this is what the obituary looks like. Or, you know, what's my, if there's such thing as an ideal obituary, right? What, what, what does that look like? What is that story? And she realized she was, wanted to be this great adventurer and, and, um, really, you know, she's, she's doing all this for, uh, around for and around climate change. So she's a great activist and, Anyways, it's super compelling and and I'm just kind of taking your why comment to the next level. Like if you want to get to the root of it and again, just a great personal development exercise, you know, we can talk about missions and values some other time. But this writing your own obituary is uh, is a fantastic exercise, as painful as it sounds. And um, it actually has its roots I, did you have you heard the story about um, Alfred Nobel? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, so so the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh-huh. I don't want to botch this too much on radio or podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to do my best from from uh, recollection. So, and I think Tony Robbins talked about it. I'm trying to remember where I originally heard it, but then I looked it up, and and this is really what Roz did. So so. Here was a guy, he's an inventor, and he invented dynamite, I think. Um, And somebody died or his obituary was, he was like in Paris, let's say he's traveling and he reads his own, his own obit and it's in the paper and let's say he's in Paris and he's like, wow, that's interesting. I'm, I'm dead. And all he saw was a very short story about how he invented dynamite and was responsible for all this destruction. And he's like, first of all, I'm alive. And second of all, what a horrible way to be remembered. Yeah. You know? So, so then he went about doing everything he could to change kind of what that outcome was. And it turns out he's the man behind the Nobel peace prize. The guy who invents dynamite. I feel like I should look that up as we're talking, but I'm pretty sure that's, that's it. Well, even if it isn't, it was a great story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
But no, I think that is actually a really great take action step for our listeners to kind of go out there and actually, you know, put some of this into practice. Sit down for, you know, 30 minutes this t- sometime this week, carve out some time and actually spend some time thinking about what do you want your obituary to look like? You know, I like you said, I think that's a great exercise. So I, I know I'm going to throw it out there to all of our listeners. Take this on as a challenge. Do this this week, you know, pause the podcast, you know, carve out some time one morning, one evening over lunch and actually write your own obituary. Hey, I love it. Look, it's, you know, what is it? It's habit. So habit number one, if we wanted to go to Dr. Stephen Covey, right, is be proactive. Mm -hmm. Habit number two is begin with the end in mind. There's no greater end than your obituary, (laughs) right? And and again, it gets to that why. So you got emotion behind it. You got drive. And, And by the way, I just took a couple seconds here to confirm via Wikipedia, Swedish chemist, Alfred Nobel, inventor of dynamite. So there you go, bud. Awesome. Awesome. So, so Martin, do you have a a quote to kind of wrap up this episode for us? Sure. Why not? Although I love the whole bit thing that just came out of the blue. So, (laughs) uh, motivation, this is from Jim Ron or Roan. Uh, motivation is what gets you started. And by the way, if you use that tracking sheet, <laughs> it's really going to help. Um, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. There's your quote. Awesome. Awesome. So Martin, any final words to wrap up this episode? Thanks again for giving me this opportunity. So I just want to encourage everybody in your city, Google or scan and, and actually I'll do it this way. I will thank you. If you're a big brother or big sister in your community, thank you. You are a hero to a little boy or little girl who may be waiting upwards of a year. Imagine they've signed up. Usually it's the grandmother who signs them up realizing they need a a father or mother figure in their life. And in any event, many of you have already stepped up and, and helped these kids. And, and if you are so inclined, I'd encourage you to find a local Big Brothers, Big Sisters chapter in your neighborhood and see what you can do to sign up and be a big. Awesome. So there, there you go, Nick. Awesome. Well, Martin, thank you so much for a great episode. Cool. That was fun. Thanks again. And I'm guessing we'll talk soon. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from the epi- this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. You can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes, and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there 
We'd also really encourage you, if you enjoy these episodes, the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize if this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life, their business, and in just their happiness and wellness. So thank you for tuning into this episode. And remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.